When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. It's game day. Kentucky at Mississippi State. Both teams are playing really, really well. So, uh, could have a big night of hoops. Believe it or not, Mississippi State, uh, three and a half point favorite over the Kentucky Wildcats. We'll be there tonight, six o'clock at the Hump, Humphrey Coliseum. Uh, should be either a large crowd or a sold out crowd as we get a couple of, uh, big time freshmen in Josh Hubbard, who's from here, Madison Ridgeland Academy, and Reed Shepard going, at each other. And um, I mentioned Jeff Shepard, his dad. I remember watching him at the University of Kentucky in the 90s. He was the 1998 most outstanding player of the Final Four when Tubby Smith in Kentucky won it in 98. Patino had just left to go to, uh, to coach for the Boston Celtics. But I mentioned also earlier as a kid, I remember watching Kenny Skywalker for Kentucky. Huge recruit. Top five recruit may have been the number one recruit in the country. Recruit in the country. Remember watching Kenny Skywalker play, and then Rex Chapman a couple of years later um, play for Kentucky. And so we've got uh, some Commonwealth royalty on the court tonight with uh, Kentucky and Mississippi State. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN one hundred five nine, the Zone. We welcome in our friend Tom Luganville, national college football analyst with ESPN. Brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be Blue, the official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Lugs, what's happening? Where are you, buddy? I'm uh, I'm at home, man. I've been at home uh, since I got back from my cruise and been heavy on the uh, tape for the 2026 class. I hate that, I, I, that I'm even saying that, 2026 <laughs> class. Give me a break. Not only that, 2027 class, the back half of my week this week, will comprise of, of, of 30 player evals from the 2027 class. Wow. I'm glad I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's just so like, it's one thing to do it with a, a corner or a wide out, a running back. But when you're trying to project and write up an evaluation on a quarterback who's, you know, 14 years old, and you have so many unknown variables, and you're trying to apply at least a preliminary grade. It's like, come on, man, this is getting harder and harder and harder. Let's 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 slow it down a little bit. Yeah, that's impossible. But what I'm going to ask you next is not. You're going to crush this. So let's. Uh, I want you to rank four quarterbacks for me, um, one to four. You can use your criteria, but I'm just going. You know, going into this season, you know, who would I guess who would you take, or who do you like the best? Um, but it's four SEC dudes. It's uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, Brady Cook, Jackson Dart, and Carson Beck. Mm, I would probably go 
Dak 1A, Dart 1B, Quinn, and then Brady Cook. But I will say this. After seeing Brady Cook in person in the Cotton Bowl, I was astounded at how athletic he is in person. Like, he is a bona fide, legitimate 4-5 kid all day long. He's just not necessarily utilized like that. And he really grew in my eyes. I think that he, given what's coming back, they've got a you know a freshman All-American candidate tied in last from last year in Northfleet. Got Luther Burden coming back. They're going to have weapons in the transfer portal. You got Caden Green, the offensive tackle, coming over from Oklahoma, who started as a freshman last year for the Sooners. I wouldn't be surprised out of all those guys you just had me list if Brady Cook doesn't make the biggest jump amongst that group. Okay, so for our listeners, Brady Cook plays at Missouri, and all of a sudden they've come out of nowhere, and Drinkwitz and I guess some alums um, have really committed to NIL as Luganville just kind of like Ole Miss. They're, they're Missouri and Ole Miss kind of in the same boat. They they got in there and did some good things, and and then they parlayed that into a good season, and then they landed some more transfers. So, um I guess the question is for Missouri and Ole Miss, staying power. Um, can you stay up there with the Georges and yeah. the Bamas? Because LSU's coming and A&M's coming because like Lugs and I talked last week, they've got an adult as a head coach and Auburn's coming, but we may have some others. We're kind of sleeping on Hypel in Tennessee after two years ago, but we'll, we'll see what kind of shakes out there. All right, so Brady Cook could take – he is athletic, by the way. I mean, I watched him play. Mississippi State plays him this year, unfortunately, at home late in the year. Um, the dude can boogie, but you're right. Drinkwitz doesn't really ask him to do that that often, right, Luke? He doesn't, but, like, for example, versus Ohio State, now you're talking about great team speed on defense at Ohio State, and when he got flushed or that front door opened and he took it, he was out of the gate so fast. Um, and then his, he's really just a smooth, fast runner. Like, you would line him up. I think I could, I could laser time him at the 4-5-2 range, which, which is – and then I was asking Eli Drinkowitz about it, um, and he said, yeah, it's kind of like the, the hidden weapon with him. Um, you know, they're not a quarterback run-based team. When I say that, neither is Ole Miss, but Ole Miss will run – Jackson Dart is a designated runner, whereas Missouri doesn't necessarily do that. Uh, but he's really impressive. If you haven't watched him, um, I, I was—I I came away. I liked him on tape going into the game, and he's an entirely different guy in my mind coming out of the game. Okay, for our listeners, Luganville has Carson Beck, 1A, Jackson Dart, 1B, then Quinn Ewers, and then Brady Cook. But he would not be surprised if Brady Cook um, takes the biggest jump this year just because of, you know, his game and style and athleticism. Now, as far as NFL, who's got the most NFL-ready game, and who do you believe after next year will have the most NFL-ready game out of the four? If you're going to look at this from a concept, anticipation, timing, multiple pro-style approach, and feel for anticipation, I think I would go with, with Carson Beck. Because, you know, in the NFL, you know, there's only one Patrick Mahomes, right? And if you look at the successful quarterbacks in the NFL, 
They're not improvisational guys. They're not, they're not off-platform, off-schedule guys. They're guys that know where they're going pre-snap, make a quick, decisive decision post-snap, balls out of their hands. They know how to protect themselves. They're good ball handlers in the play-action game. They can play from under center. They can play from the shotgun. They throw guys open. They throw to a spot. They trust what they see. Now, that to me in the NFL still carries a lot of weight because I think ultimately, and that's where I think Lamar Jackson, not to get off point here, but you may say, well, Lamar Jackson's this phenomenal athlete. He, he really is. But when you actually watch Lamar Jackson in the pocket, he is really proficient. I mean, the, when, when, when he gets back, gets that, that ball comes out. Now, can he run? Yes. Do they use him as a runner? Yes. Can he improvise? Yes. I think that's going to be one of the most heavily scrutinized things about Caleb Williams. For all of his magical gifts, the one thing you don't see him doing a lot is being on time, efficient, anticipating, throwing from within the, within the pocket, three-step, five-step, not a lot of pass concepts that he's got to work through from progressions. So I, I think it would probably be, in my, in my opinion, Carson Beck, because I, I, just, I think he's been trained more so in that mold than maybe some of the other quarterbacks that we're discussing. 